Maddie. I'm led down halls with fresh white paint and tiled floors that smell like bleach. I'm wheezing and sweating, trying to take a deep breath and cool down before I enter the room. Desert heat still sticking to my skin. Very late. I know I'll get some points knocked off on first impressions for that alone, and I don't think anyone will take in. I'm sorry I'm not used to LA traffic as an excuse anymore. It might have worked for my first role, but I've been in and out of the city going on a year now. Samantha, the assistant who leads me down the hall, seems as nervous as me, and that's saying something. Are you sure you don't want a water? Coffee? She asks for the third time. I'm okay, I say, still breathless. I catch her looking at me, gaze flitting away quickly, and I realize, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be famous. I'm still not used to it. Love Me Dearly was released about six months ago, and after the promo tour ended, I wasn't prepared for this kind of everyday attention. I feel self-conscious and try not to pull up my shirt, a nervous habit my manager, Paola, said I should work on. Samantha opens the door for me at the end of the hall. I thank her as I hurry inside, trying not to flat-out run, but also not wanting to stroll like I've got all the time in the world. The room has one huge conference table with a dozen or so people seated around it in a circle. And there's a smaller table pushed up against the farthest wall with coffee and fruit. As soon as I step inside, everyone's heads turn to me. My heart thuds. You'd think an actor would be all right with so many eyes on him, but my big secret is that I still have stage fright. Matthew! The director, Dave Miller, stands up. He's white and has gray sideburns with a patchy beard. His button-up has a dot of a coffee stain on the collar. He pats my shoulder as he gestures to the room. Everyone, Maddie, Maddie, everyone. There's a mix of friendly smiles and hand waves and exhausted nods. I'm nervous not only because I'm standing in a room full of strangers staring at me, but because of who the strangers are. I've watched most of these actors in my favorite shows and movies since I was a kid. And now I'm going to be in a movie with them. That's the actual dream. And I'm still amazed each and every day that I've managed to make it this far. Now I just have to make sure I don't screw it up. One person at the table hasn't bothered to look in my direction. Logan Gray. For a moment, I think that he might be asleep. He has shades on even though we're inside and the room isn't very bright. And he wears a hoodie that admittedly looks extremely comfortable. As he leans back in one of the conference room chairs, his boots up on the chair next to him. He emits a small snore. Yep, definitely asleep. I'd auditioned for the lead in Write Anything. Riley Mason is a great character, but he feels similar to the roles I've had before. Upbeat. Optimistic. The character audiences automatically love. I'm worried about being typecast so early in my career, and I wanted to push myself with Quinn Evans. Quinn is more complicated. He messes up, hurts himself and others in his own attempts to grow. He's a sort of character that's more challenging for an actor. If I got in the role, it would have been hard work to stay true to Quinn and the source material. It would have been difficult to find glimmers of sympathy for his character, while 
delving into the pits of his self-loathing, all while trying to make him sympathetic to the viewer too. 